<laughs> Let's do it, baby. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. I have no voice. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gabba gabba wee gabba 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 Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most. Remember how bad this is? This is so bad. There you go, she's Alaska. Give you douche chills. She's the last to go. <laughs> uh, Dan Black, <laughs> the comedian with the most wrestling stand-up on the Late Late Show, hosted by James Corden. Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon Don, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gubba, gubba, wee. Gubba, gubba, wee, gubba, gubba, gay, gubba, 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 gubba. Stupid. Stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome everyone to Raw Underground. Where there are very little rules. We've come so far, you know. Chaos and, quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see. I want to... Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. I think I already did that already. What up? Welcome back. <laughs> we are back in action for your satisfaction with all our spicy, spicy. <laughs> Yo, honestly, lisps are in, baby. Satisfaction. If Cody Rhodes is going to win the Royal Rumble, then I'm not allowed to mispronounce. Everything, all right? Satisfaction. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> wow, fellas. That's, uh, the, yo, what that's the best video that we have of all of us together screaming something, something, Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, we all do to not sing the real words, which we... <laughs> Do we know the real? Is it adrenaline in my soul? No, I don't know what it is. Everything is out of control. Start the show. Yeah. Oh, Start my God. The, the thing about that, it's hilarious. So in my, uh, well, welcome to Comedians Wrestling Podcast podcast. You know, you know all the shit. Here's the deal. Uh, in my gym the other day, uh, one of the trainers is a big mark as well. Okay. So he was playing a song and I was like, yo, what is this song? This song fucking slaps. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, I I shazammed it. I was like, yo, this is exactly the kind of song that I want to be working out to. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, let me play you what the song was. So I shazammed be it. Before you do, I, I guarantee that it's by the band Downstate. That's just my... <laughs> <laughs> but hit me with it. Well, do you want to... Uh, Tula, do you want to guess of what it is? Um, it's by Finger Eleven. I couldn't, I, I couldn't place it. Okay, I couldn't place it. Uh, and 
and then and then I shazam it. I go, oh, like I, you know, uh, yeah. you'll hear it and then you'll yeah. know. Okay, yeah. tell me if you can place it. All right, ready? Shazam it. Barely hear it. Can you hear it or no? No. A Bray Wyatt song. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's no. new song. It's the new Bray Wyatt music. I didn't know. I I didn't recognize it because who would ever? It's not cult of personality. Yeah, like yeah. it's not even like sometimes they play the Edge song, which kind of fits in the song. Does this fit? Yeah, to get hyped up, you get hyped up. This nice. Give it. Give it a second, because yeah, I know. Think, think you're in the gym. You're pumping. Okay, you're in the gym. Well, this is good for a rest between sets right now. Yeah, and then. And you fucking put the weights on your knees, ready to kick them up. Ready yeah. to fucking blast out some reps. Yeah. I was a hundred percent positive it was Lincoln Park. I was a thousand percent positive. Nice. All right, hold on. Just get to this one part. I mean, you're telling your. Right, it's gonna take too long to get to those. Yeah, huh? I mean, you're 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 like, all right, you're like, well, I just got a little lightheaded faking working out. <laughs> <laughs> well, God knows what happened. Tiptoe you... with Tulo, Nick Tulo, the couch Yo, champion up? in the house. Uh, we just heard him get lightheaded from miming working out. <laughs> that gives you a little uh, insight into how he's doing. Although last podcast he did have a babe alert. There was a in the background <laughs> of the Zoom. <laughs> there, we did have the. Uh, by the way, the babe alarm, many people know, is the same thing as the Royal Rumble buzzer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is my is. least mixed sound effect. Uh, <laughs> so it's hard to just use. It a little blows out your guys' eardrums every single time. But uh, it's this. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. if we see Tulo's babe, you mm. will hear that alarm. Mm. Now, um, uh, and also he's here. He's, uh, he's still... Still a Pacific Islander, um, and uh, coming all the way from Hawaii, the, the, the creator of the Wakiki Sneaky, Jason Shapiro. That's right. Former cow champion. Am I, you might credit him the creator of the Wakiki Sneaky? I think I have better credits than that. <laughs> Here's what okay. I, let me give you my new credits. Okay. A He's... writer on season five of MTV2's Guy Code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a former sketch teacher at the now defunct Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York. He was once told that he's aging faster than other people <laughs> in his age group. <laughs> a medical professional once claimed that he was aging more rapidly and said he needed to drink tea made out of tortoise shells. Oh my God, the cock tea. The cock but tea. <laughs> it was a tea made by a, uh, a real doctor at NYU, oh, but also he was into traditional Chinese medicine and gave me what I can only be referred to as cock tea to make me age slower and make my dick harder. And yeah. let me tell you something. Yeah. It worked. Um, another credit. <laughs> none, none of that was false. Um, another, was cr- another credit. Another credit. Yeah. I am. I am the. Yeah. Head scientist at yeah. the wrestling scientist bunker located 100 feet below the Amazon jungle. You're the head of the science table. I'm the I'm the department chair of the science table, the head of the science oh. table for all wrestling sciences. You guys may remember some of my greatest 
discoveries were the RKO scale of rating RKOs. Huge. We were also the voices in my head, they cancel me, they understand, they talk to me. This one's yep. really good though. The other one's not good. Oh, this, is, like, this is great, this is great. Randy Orton is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Can't and musicians. Back. I hope and he, he comes back. He's, he's playing the song. This is him. What we never said is that this this version is his acoustic jam. That he <laughs> yeah, plays that's this is first, Randy that's, playing his own song. Dude, that's him singing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. If you follow Kim Orton zero one on Instagram, she's a great follow. She loves her husband. She loves her kids. Kim Orton <laughs> posts a lot where you see the softer side of Randy Orton. So Randy posts a lot about, you know, in character, a lot of stuff about. Um, Jeb knows a lot about being soft. Sl yeah. Just, Slither apparel. That. <laughs> about Slither apparel. But but Kim Orton will post like, oh, Randy's playing with my daughter or, or Randy's being a great dad here or. Here's Randy. I got him a guitar for Christmas. Yeah. Here's him playing the acoustic version of his own theme song for the children. And they love it. Everyone in town. So that's that's real. That was actually Randy playing. Um, <laughs> that's another couple so other. not true. It is true. You can look it up on Instagram. Kim at Kim Orton. Oh, also, again, just to keep going my credits, uh, softest cock in the East. <laughs> and then now hardest cock in the West. <laughs> so we had a little upgrade there and then also again just to, to sing the praise again i don't because understand that at all I'm so if you're not if it. you're not a long time listener to the pod the shibiro wrestling scientists uh it, the, the jason shibiro memorial institution for the advancements of wrestling sciences which is located beneath the amazon like i said we came up with the rko scale we also very recently with funds we people were focusing on COVID tests, COVID vaccine. We were not. We were focusing on tests on Dude. how to rank how famous a wrestler was, and we came up with the Tucci test. This was a scientific <laughs> test we discovered. <laughs> and the Tucci test, the Tucci uh, test it took is us one of the funniest moments in cow history. And unfortunately, for us, since we just decided to take a six month break for no reason, <laughs> so many listeners have missed out on the learning yeah. about the Tucci test. Well, that's why I'm telling them, that's why I'm reminding them that this lab, my lab, designed the Tucci test using a lot of different, you know, it's like a, a somewhere between a, a, P, a pH balance test. It, it factors in a sort of genetic a markers and allele. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we're looking at. But the main thing is testing is, is a wrestler on a talk show going to be the guest before Stanley Tucci and the number one slot of the guest? Or yeah. The second guest after Stanley Tucci is the number one guest and the right. wrestler is the second guest. And that is a very important test. So, again, we didn't really focus on COVID uh, vaccinations, you know, or wrestling sciences laboratory. So we focus on the Tucci test. And honestly, I think it's had um, a lot more of a global impact uh, than some of the now, tests. And, and Fauci, by the way, Fauci had stepped down from the head of, of uh, viral services. He, Anthony Fauci is now uh, He's the, the head of viral services. Fauci, that was his official title. Anthony Fauci was the head of viral services. Yo, Shebs, you, how do we get you away from that microphone a little bit? It's so Why? loud. Yeah, no, nah, he sounds fine. Oh, is that oh. mine's just loud? Okay. No, you yeah, just maybe. hate my voice so much. That no, he sounds you. good. He sounds well, great. Shebs, speaking of Shebs, who, by the way, the Tucci test, where do we land on Roman Reigns with okay, the Tucci so test? So I heard, I heard, so Merch Maven posted, this is a big discussion in the, in the, um, in Discord. the uh, Discord, which yeah, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Join the cow Discord. Literally $2 a month. You can join That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And it keeps going. When we're not there, it, that doesn't it stops stop. right there, but it picks up over <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, two little reports. Uh, she Discord said, here. Uh, Merch Maven, uh, the cashier, says uh, Claire Danes was the one spot to Roman on Fallon. Oh, wow. When? So when was this? 
Uh, I think this was in the summer. So, but here's the thing. I have so some, I have actually some very good updates. Uh, we, way. Shebs, well, by the way, just to remind you, not uh, sorry that we should probably should do this off air, but we don't say here the here's here's the thing oh. on this podcast. You, you see, the thing is this. Yeah, of course, we say so. The thing is this. Thank All right, so, so the thing is this. Claire Danes <laughs> number oneing to Roman Reigns. Okay, you have to understand my so-called life, Homeland. Okay, Claire Danes. When I was starving myself and spending months away from my children. So I could live under the Amazon jungle, advancing wrestling sciences. The test we come up with was the Tucci test. Okay, I don't care if you're first or second to Claire Danes. That tells me nothing because Claire Danes is not Stanley Tucci. Claire Danes is more famous than Stanley Tucci, so of course he's going to go number two to Claire Danes. Will he go number two to to Stanley Tucci? <laughs> I don't think so. I think Roman Reigns will pass the Tucci test. Okay, I have okay. another he's update right now. Holy another shit. update. Uh, Risey says Batista is the one slot on Fallon tonight. This, I guess, was on one thirty-one, ahead of Sarah Michelle Geller in the Tucci test. Wow. Okay. Now again, again. Oh man, we are fucking collecting data. <laughs> these are great data points, but if you think I didn't already have these data points crunching through the computers below the Amazon, you're crazy. Here's the thing. No Sarah one said Michelle Geller, SMG. SMG is is, yeah. is fantastic. She's she's a Lonsman. She's a member of the tribe. She's Buffy. Uh, she's cruel my everything. Intentions. Cruel intentions, of course. But one thing she is not is that famous anymore. Now, Shebs, I'll say this though: she's not that famous anymore. It's also possible as her being married to Freddie Prince Jr. Right. That since he's such a big wrestling mark right. and uh, understands the business, he maybe told her, "You gotta take the second seat." He now, might, he might have said, "Yo, it's Batista." You know, he's been the WWE well, champion. I mean, and I'm glad you brought this up. There's so many factors, okay? Because as you know, the thing, the thing that I really wanted to drive home about the Tucci test, right? is if that Randy Orton was on the same show as Stanley Tucci on an episode of The Colbert Show, okay? <laughs> Randy Orton would go second to Stanley Tucci, okay? And you're saying, well, Randy Orton's such a big wrestler, he's so famous. But yeah. no, 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 I wanted to point out <laughs> yeah. that had if they were to then have a match at WrestleMania, Stanley Tucci would also defeat Randy Orton in that yeah, we match. we covered that <laughs> last week. Right. I have by, merit, by merit of Stanley Tucci being famous for not wrestling, he is now a better wrestler. Okay, and I have more. two Wait, wait, but this, no, because this is what I need to explain, because you guys aren't, you're not, you're not, you, you're, you're saying not, all the same stuff as last no, week. <laughs> I'm using that to set up the important point to evaluate the recent. Okay. This is why I run a lab and you run a fucking podcast. Okay. I'm a okay. scientist. You're an asshole with a microphone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Batista has now transcended wrestling. Batista is now an actual Hollywood actor. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Sarah Michelle Geller is married to a writer of wrestling, okay? So in the Tucci test, we shouldn't be asking, oh, would Batista the wrestler be ahead of Sarah Michelle Geller? No, no, no. We're, the question is, is Sarah Michelle Geller, the wrestling writer's wife, going to go ahead of that actor, David Batista, with a U in it? You yeah. know what I mean? You guys are asking the reverse so, question now. I have so many things yeah. to talk about here. Oh, Tulo. Yeah, you, you, well, let's go back to Tulo, and then I have two things. All right, well, well, uh, so that's what Philip Hollinsworth uh, says in the, uh, in the, the Discord. Name. He says, the true. fake name I've ever heard. Uh, but he is, but he's oh, sorry, but he's in the one slot for being an actor, though, right? Should the Tucci test only apply to active wrestlers or what? Still good for Batista. So. Well, Shed's kind of just covered. I just yeah, covered so it. So so Dave Batista is now actually no longer a wrestler. No he's longer out. a wrestler. As a matter of fact, I, that's what I want to get to. I want to say one thing first. First thing is there's also a video I'm seeing. Uh, I happen to Google this to see when this happened, when Reigns was on, uh, uh, 
when Fallon. he was on Fallon. Yeah, it was on the Friday before but Rumble, right? It looks like they replayed it recently, like you know, mm, and right. yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah, they replayed it, right? But it was that it was the old episode, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it'd be amazing. Wait, oh, unless wait, that, wait, 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 unless Roman Reigns did Roman Reigns go back on Fallon, like a day yeah. later? Oh, so oh. I think this is new. This looks so, brand new because you know why I know this is brand new? Because last week I was commenting so much about Roman's tan, remember? And yeah. I'm, wa- I'm watching Roman Reigns and uh, Tariq from uh, from The Roots, um, and Steve Higgins, Fallon, and Claire Danes playing Password oh on God. Fallon. God, this show's what that show's fucking getting, seems to be piece getting worse. Of shit. I think um, <laughs> I think it was Billy Eichner who said that Jimmy Fallon turned the Today Show into a children's birthday party. <laughs> he just took like one of the most historic institutions in the comedy landscape and just turned it into a children's birthday party. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Fuck Jimmy Fallon. Yo, by the way, the best part though. I got to tell you this. So, so the comments like underneath it, and this is on the Tonight Show's uh, YouTube page, mm-hmm. right? not mm-hmm. wrestling. It's like first comment, by the way, is by Elliot Smith. Now, the 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 dead rock and roller. Yeah, this the deceased needle in the hay singer. Yeah, the suicide victim uh, and ma- and lifelong depressive singer songwriter Elliot Smith. Okay, first comment on there says Roman sitting there. I'm sure the entire time imagining the ways he's gonna punish Sammy for not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the top comment because that's the top comment. Uh, and then the next comment is the guy goes, another Roman Reigns victory. I acknowledge my tribal chief. <laughs> you know, the marks are coming out strong here. No one cares about Claire Dates. Oh, oh my great. God. Uh, uh, That's why wrestling's amazing. Here's, here's, I have a, a I have a, a scenario to paint you guys. Wait, I have yeah. one more thing to tell you. Okay. Can you save the scenario though? Because I well, want to continue this I can conversation. save it, yeah. I was, talking to, table. I was talking to Christina and we were talking about Batista. Wait, this is, a, is this a hard pivot from what we were just no, talking no, about? No, 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 no. Because if so, all right. We all were right. talking about Batista. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Stanley Tucci. No, so we were talking about Batista, and I was trying. I was just like, Dave Batista, is, is he the most successful wrestling actor? Now, in the sense of like, yeah, The Rock is the most successful wrestling actor, but he's still, people still call him The Rock. They all know he was a wrestler. Dave Bautista, like you said, has transcended acting into the place where I would say most people know him as an actor and don't even know that he was has headlined wrestling. False. No one looks at that guy and says, wow, I wonder if he studied at the uh, Royal Shakespearean Academy in London. No one looks at that guy and goes, I think you're wrong. They go, oh, yeah, he um, I think you're wrong. He was he did um he was at the uh he did theater in the round for a a couple years no, over no, no, in New Haven. He, no, 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 no. But that's fine. But what I'm saying is that I think most people that I think most people, I'm talking about no. most, not I'm not I'm talking most means a fifty one percenter right. would not know how much of a wrestler he was. Like that he was a, like they know Cena was a wrestler. Right. They know, they're, they're, yeah, but you want you wanna know why? Because you keep saying he was such a wrestler. He headlined WrestleMania. No, no one knows he wrestled because he was a fucking terrible wrestler that no one liked. Yeah, but like, Chefs, he sucked. He main evented WrestleMania. Uh, so did The Miz. No, I mean, it, no, not Miz that I don't like it. Ah, WrestleMania. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Dave Batista was not this iconic wrestler. John Cena, Hulk Hogan, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. These guys are some of the yeah, biggest you said wrestlers. So did that... The Miz, but people know that Miz is a wrestler because Miz has a whole How show many about it. Wrestlers. 
I'm saying the level. I guess what the thing I'm talking here, here, about. Here's what you're asking. You're asking I'm is Dave about, Batista. You're yeah. saying is Dave Batista the most successful wrestling wrestler turned actor? And your metric for judging how success yeah. is do people not even know you were a wrestler? Yes, which, yes. by the way, is not a good metric to judge your success as an actor. I would think your metric should be awards, box office, uh, great he, performances. Okay. Has Batista shed the stigma of being a pro wrestler more than any other. Okay, so now one. that's a different question, but what yeah. that question certainly is not yeah. is, is he the most successful actor who's ever been a wrestler? Well, I, I think that he's the only who, what <clears throat> other wrestler has shed almost like shed their wrestling past. Um, you know what? I How, but the, you're talking about they have to have had main event at WrestleMania because there's guys yeah. who wrestle that now do other shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who were nothing. You know, um, but also David Batista, it's also incredible because Batista, all right, even if you take wrestling out of it, I just, I'm just amazed by the guy because, like, he also became Drax, which is a big jump. Okay, it's kind of a simple jump, right? From wrestling, and and, and, and And I argue that that's what what made glass onion. Like, now he's in the Ryan Johnson films, you know what I mean? Night Shyamalan, yeah, like, now he's in like. Real movies. The know? real test of Batista. We're, we're having this question, this yeah. uh, this this discussion too prematurely. Okay, the real test of Batista yeah. is because because look, I see you know Garthy Galaxy like any fucking Jack could have been Drax, right? Rom com, rom com, right? sure. You know now he's in Glass Onion. I didn't watch Glass Onion. I assume it's a big ensemble cast and he's part of it. Yeah. And you know yes. who knows? I'll, I'll I'll liken this to a Southland Tales with that The Rock was in, right? The oh, real man, test dude, is come on, but can Batista- Tales was like a huge flop and an awful movie. But it's so an like, ensemble Glass cast. Onion's like nominated for best picture. I'm, it's an ensemble cast of which yeah. the wrestler is not carrying the film, but more than anything else, he is uh, almost a, a sideshow commodity. Like, oh, we also have a Jack dude here, right? So that's why my con- my uh, comparison. All right, fine. The test of Batista being an actor is can he make an M Night Shyamalan movie watchable? Because it's going to require. Actual acting, like to be able to hold suspense. It's going to be actual character work. And he has the uphill battle of carrying a piece of shit well, movie. Because early, M. Night Shyamalan is garbage. Early polls, uh, well, okay. early polls, early polls, early reviews. His movie sucks. But Batista's okay. does a great job. Two steps okay. back. M. Night Shyamalan is not garbage. That's okay. Name me, name me, name me. If you take out the... The uh, split oh, he's glass already removing credits from him. No, 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 unbreakable and all that shit. Those are okay, right? Yeah. The six. Uh, no, those are good. Okay, the six cents masterpiece. The six cents is a masterpiece. Now tell me anything that he does. Now, okay. now name the other ten movies he's done, and which one do you think is good? If someone writes a masterpiece, one of the best movies, the most iconic movies of all time. You can't you can't dunk on them that hard. Now, no, but, but you know what I can do? Period. What I can do? What I can do is when they come out with another movie and Batista's in it, I can say this movie's probably a piece of shit. And if Batista's last good, movie, old, was called Old, I think. That wasn't that bad. And also, the thing about I'll say this: and my Shyamalan, the dude takes takes risks. He tastes finances his own movies. The dude is the man. In in we live in a sea of of of, of a sea of just fucking IP. That is just regurgitated. Like, God, what did I see they're making today? They're revamping White Men Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, Jack Harlow? With Jack oh, Harlow. Jack Harlow, yeah, I'm out. So br- this guy takes original. I, he makes original ideas. Some of them really tank, and he yeah. takes big swings. I think M. Night Shyamalan actually is the man. That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, real, real, real quick. 
real quick. Just you can keep watching Into the Spider Verse, and I'll, I'll uh, watch. I'll watch a. I'll watch whatever this cabin movie is, even if it right. sucks. I'll like it more. All right. So I'm just gonna name you some movies, and then then I'm gonna tell you how angry I was when I watched them. This Signs. Only, oh, I wanted. To, I wanted to like it. Didn't like it. The Village. Made me angry. It was so stupid. I like the village. I thought Lady, Lady I, in the Water. I didn't hate Lady in the Water, Lady, the worst Lady, movie of all time. Lady in the Water. You convinced me, Schnepper, and two of our other friends to see that in the theaters. We yelled at you in the car on the way home. It <laughs> that's was the so worst. Bad. That's the worst movie ever made. The I, Happening I, is a punchline. The Last Airbender. I guess he directed but didn't write. Who yeah. gives a fuck? After Earth, absolute piece of shit. Again, he directed, didn't write. Yeah. Wayward Pines, the TV show. Couldn't tell you what it is. The Visit, piece of shit. Split, good. Split was dope. Glass, good. Glass was dope. Old, never Old, heard of it. Old was dope. Okay, what happens in that movie? Yo, old. Uh, spoiler alert on old. <laughs> Old's like uh it's like a beach <laughs> where people go to it and they start aging rapidly. Oh, that's that's where that's me. That's that's I'm on that beach. <laughs> yeah, Shebs is. On. Oh, it's my biopic. <laughs> then they're like, it's a, it's a, it's a. You you realize that you realize that. Uh, like big pharma purposely puts people on this island to like, get they to 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 like uh you know, they like give them they try medicines on them because they can age fast. You know what I mean? That's like the reveal. That's the twist. <laughs> ah, I hate it. I mean, look, I mean, uh, Robot Chicken did such a funny like send up of fucking and Nishama is like at the end of every teacher goes, oh what a twist! Like he just like does bullshit and then says what a twist. It's great. He's a big twist guy. Yeah. Uh, Him and fucking man. Chubby Checker. Uh, so anyway, let's let's move on. We got to move on to wrestling because <laughs> we have to move on to wrestling. Because well, you didn't let me say it. my scenario. I was gonna... uh, give me the scenario. I was hoping he forgot, but he did. And if he's brought it up, I let him do it. I don't forget about scenarios. That's why you guys <laughs> oh, have me on Jesus. the show. This is um, insane, man. Here, look, hold on. I'm gonna play. Let's do the twist in the background for M Night Shyamalan. So the scenario is okay. Wouldn't this be funny if there's an episode of Fallon, okay? Like, who won the Rumble this year? Who won the Men's Rumble? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. How about, imagine a scenario. This is my M. Night Shyamalan movie. Ready? It's Cody Rhodes is the guest on an episode of The Tonight Show. He's second guest. First guest. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Stop. Cody Rhodes is second guest. Right. Tilda Swinton is the first guest, okay? Did that happen? Just just waltz with me here. Do a little dance with yeah, your Tilda homie. Tilda Swinton okay? would go. She she's definitely in the one spot. Tilda now. Swinton does the one. This, this this is my M Night Shyamalan movie. Okay, it's called. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's called it's called <laughs> the Desk. Okay, here's the M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie. It has a twist at the end. Okay, here's the scenario. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is the number one guest on Jimmy Fallon the day the the day before Rumble on Friday. Okay, Cody Rhodes is the second guest. Okay, yeah. Uh, and since the I'm writing this. Is- me doing stand up, and the th- because I'm writing this movie right now, the third guest is it's going to feature a set uh, by Dan Black, okay, played by Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna, yeah we're going to age him up, okay? We're going to age him up for this. We're going to we're going to do the, the Irishman. Shyamalan, so it's old. Irishman. So it's old. I'm gonna, it's yeah, I'm gonna Shyamalan, de- a little little blend of old into this movie. I'm going to have Dan Black played by Andrew Dice Clay. They're going to de-age Dice through CGI, and Tilda <laughs> Swinton is actually going to be played by Dakota Fanning. We're going to age her up with the yeah. same CGI, okay? So it's going to be net net neutral CGI. So this is the premise of the movie. And then for then Cody wins the Rumble, okay? Yeah. And then on all the replays of the show, they cut it. They make it different. So now he's the first guest. 
until the Swindon's the second guest. How is this a movie? It's a twist. <laughs> I don't even think that qualifies as a twist. That's a twist. That's a twist because now everyone's is it going. Like everyone's seeing it, and they're, it's kind of. Is it like kind of like that thing where the what's it the called? Man, the, the Mandela effect. The Mandela You're effect. Yeah. So, so, so the same the way, other right. way. So the old that movie, the old, yeah. which was about me. That movie was a was a commentary on big pharma and what's going on with it. So with my movie, the desk is a commentary on the Mandela effect. Is is our memory, <laughs> you know, reliable? And because also, and the, and the intro, the intro is going to show a person getting convicted on death row and being executed. But because there was eyewitness testimony that they saw him, but then the eyewitnesses, can we even believe funny, what they think? Because I actually have the opening credit song. Can they believe what they? Now with my thoughts of you, <laughs> this world Wait, was this me. song when Flair fake retired? I think. Yeah, there's like Flair's third retirement song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what do you guys oh, think? The soundboard died. Good. It didn't want to play that. Good. Um, sorry. Anyway, Before that's the my podcast movie. started, I just want to let everybody know, Dan said. Charge the soundboard. Things are good. <laughs> I did charge the soundboard and it died anyway. Okay. Yeah, I also want to before the podcast. Buy a new soundboard, dude. It'll make yeah. life. You'll be also, so happy. Also, just, just to pull the curtain back, every time I'm on this podcast, Dan's like, all right, it's going to be at this time. I get a text like, hey, man, where are you? I'm like, all right, cool. I'd pop in. You would think. Oh, Sheb's audio muted. cut out there. Mute, I guess we should just talk about wrestling now. <laughs> I got un- I'm unmuting myself. What happened is I'm still waiting 30 minutes for you to do <laughs> dick around. You're like, guys, I don't know. I can't. Oh I'm like, why don't you just get it ready and you then know, we'll pop on? You know, on Yo, this podcast, I feel like the honorary juice, man. Like, I swear to God, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like the honorary juice. I'm the, <laughs> the honorary juice, juice or man. Or you juice, juice or juice? juice or, are you saying something anti-Semitic? What I can't going, what tell. Is, the honorary juice, man? <laughs> I'm the honorary juice, man. All right. I don't know what I don't what even is, want I've never heard the term that. honorary juice. What's the honorary juice? Yeah, what is it's, that? You mean like Jew and Ooze? It's Jew and Ooze. Oh, Jusos. Oh, 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 I'm the honorary juice. Yo, that's a great segue into wrestling this week. Okay. Okay. Uh the Jusos. So yo, I gotta say, <laughs> I texted to all this. I gotta say. Yeah. Uh this Roman Sammy stuff mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Give it to me, baby. Was some of the best wrestling shit I've seen in like years. I think. Oh yeah. The crowd was fucking white hot for mm-hmm. Sammy. That yeah. was fucking awesome to the point where, and this is awesome. I realized after I go, oh, that's awesome. I go, oh, this is gonna be a problem. You know, I'm getting worked because I mm-hmm. go, this is a problem for Cody. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is a problem for Cody because Cody's supposed to be getting the heat here. And if you watched Raw and you compare his segment on Raw to the Sammy segment on SmackDown, it's not even close. The Sammy mm-hmm. shit is so much more over. And we have like a Sammy mania situation on our hands here, you know? We now, have a Sammy mania situation brewing. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. I also, before I forget, just want to say, because we're going to go into the like booking and all the thoughts here. Oh, man, I just want to props to Roman Reigns on. I thought he was so good on SmackDown this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the writing for him was mm-hmm. fucking great. Like they, they, they whoever's writing for him, which might be Rob Fee, uh, uh, one of the greats, my friend. Uh, the, the lines they were giving him about him like, telling the other guys to go eat. Mm-hmm. I loved his whole temperament. All the shit that he screams, like when he's beating up Sammy, mm-hmm. you know. It's so good, and it fucking it's actually like scary. Like mm-hmm. he he now is getting to this place where 
he can be like, ha like I'm friendly. And you know, that part of his acting always kind of sucks. Like when he's all like a little bit like ironic, he's always kind of fake laughing at the crowd. Be like, yeah. yeah, you really want me to do this, that? But when he gets into the angry mode, you know, when he's screaming like I'm the head of the table and like you mm-hmm. really want to do this? You want to mess up my family, my bloodline, mm-hmm. that shit? He's got that down where you could like put him in a movie. You know? yeah, he's looking good. He's looking good. He's looking oh, like a yeah. great actor. What did he's you guys looking... feel about the Sammy Uso, the whole thing? Um, I mean, I could I think Roman is it's not even close right now. Like no one's touching him. Like he is the number one guy in all the land. He is the head oh, of the yeah. table. He is the tribal chief. It is top notch. This shit is amazing. I, I've seen it live in person. I saw it SummerSlam. Against Brock, I I saw it at Royal Rumble against Kevin Owens. Now, like watching him live in person too, being in the crowd, seeing how the crowd's behind him, but like also hates him. You're getting everybody thrown at ones, but everybody chanting "fuck you, yeah. Roman." It's everything you want out of a professional wrestler. The guy. I only have and, one. Sorry, Tula. Go. Yeah, keep well, on, keep I, on. and to. Maybe we go to uh, do a babe, babe alert detour here, but um, <laughs> proof is in the pudding. And Natalie You're- acknowledges Roman Reigns as their tribal chief already. Like he comes on TV and we she's got a like, name, folks. Natalie is the woman. Uh, Natalie. A Natalie. Yeah. There's an A first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wait, what? <laughs> it's a misplaced noun. Folks. I'm sorry. What? Did someone, <laughs> was there a, someone not typo on the birth certificate? What's going on here? She threw up the one. Yeah, she acknowledged Roman Reigns as a tribal chief. Like okay. she's all about Roman Reigns. Okay. She's into it. I mean, it's okay. perfect. So well, Tula, here's-, here's what I want to say. I got I got two things to say. Well, yeah. first thing is my only beef with Roman Reigns is slight, which is I like the song at this point. I think at one point I was like the song mm-hmm. about about. And the other thing is the graphic. I, like, mm-hmm. but the graphic ties into my complaint, which is just that. I like that he rocks like kind of the athleisure look. He mm-hmm. kind of has like the wears the Jordans. I think that really like fits him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But then like on the picture, he's wearing on the shirt. He's wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. But how we almost never see him in a suit. Never, right? Unless he's on Fallon. Yeah, <laughs> passing the Tucci test. Yeah, we right. almost never see him in a suit. Passing <laughs> the Tucci test. <laughs> yeah, he gets dressed up because he knows the, how important the Tucci test is. And I kind of, I kind of have like no problem with that because then he sometimes has the tracksuit look, which is like he's <laughs> going like Tony Soprano ma- mafia mm-hmm. style, which I like, you know. Yeah. But I still feel like the pants don't a hundred percent work. So here's here's the thing, Dan. I'm glad Shabs, you're up. I'm glad, glad you are harping on this minor detail. I just want you to to think back. Yeah. Because we're we know what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. If you listen to the episodes five years ago, ten years ago. Well their episode ten years ago, I don't know. We're looking at Roman Reigns. We're going, this guy's not believable as a face. He can't even do no. it. He's boring. He sucks. We're like, take his goddamn vest off. Yeah. Show us that chest. Yeah. And let him fucking wear real wrestling attire. We wanted him in a bikini. Okay, that's what we wanted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we said if he a shows up to us, <laughs> we want two piece, we want two piece bikini, two piece bikini for a yeah. long time. And by the two pieces, I mean separate for right tit and left tit, and no bottom. So it was yeah. two chest pieces, zero bottom pieces, dick out. No, but <laughs> I the thing is, wearing what what Chelsea Green was wearing. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like panties okay so you, i don't know what you even call that which he was wearing on raw but now i'm coughing so i'm gonna let it go so the thing is this roman has 
he did everything that needed to get done. All right. He he he's now like a heel. He's so good at it. The attire is great. I like that he has different styles because it's more um he's a dynamic. You know how some people just have like one outfit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like Chad Gable, he's got one thing. He's like, this is what Gable wears inside, outside. Uh, That's it. Shoosh. Shoosh. By the way, they're doing such a disservice by not having the guy have, have moves called like the shoosh salt and the shoosh plex. Like he needs yeah. all that shit. All right. Anyway, they offered me the head writing job. I turned it down. I don't want to leave Hawaii. So Roman Reigns is doing everything we need him to do, baby. The la- if the last piece of the puzzle to you is that you don't like that he's wearing pants, I'm saying he's got dynamic outfits. He dresses down. He dresses up. He it's does the minor, suit. bro. It's minor. It's minor because here's the thing. But now, now picture this guy, and I really never pictured this dude if he was wearing the bikini. It's undignified. It's actually below because yeah. he's like it, it would look like it would, it would just look a little femme for me. He's such a powerful guy. I think he pulls off the pants. I feel like having him in a bikini would would look silly on him at this point. I, I, I agree. I agree with that point. It would be like, I would love to, with Roman, do a little fashion show. No, look, you know look, I mean? I'd I love to try, have him. Wanna, because sometimes, yo, look, look at some I, angles. Look, wait, wait, wait. I would love to some have angles, Roman. The pants don't look good. They don't fit him 100% right. That's all I'm It would be really cool if he did something dope at WrestleMania this year. Like Ruby Riot. One leg on, one leg like, off. Uh, an ensemble, you know what I'm saying? Like something, or like on, like you know, carried out as the tribal chief in the throne, like you know, like go with big. a freaking huge headpiece on. Something like super, like tribal this year. Like I think that's where it's got to go because he has never really done anything like that. He's always just come out. Not really his thing. Nah, he's, dude, he's not theatrical like that. Yeah, Last but he year should be. They gave him the. It was. Like twenty minutes straight of pyro, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like the full rim of inside pyro, then outside, and then back uh. inside again. Like I was like, every time that pyro went off, I kept, I was like, what do you think? It's like fifty grand of just pyro, like anything done, you know? Uh, who knows? Probably more. But uh, no, my, dude, my complaints are so minor. Cause boy, oh boy, he's got that tan down. His beard is perfect now with the haircut. He, yeah, he's, he's got shaved. perfect he's got beard. The skin, like the skin fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks so fucking good, you know? And he's yeah. great. He is the top guy in pro wrestling. It's not even close to the point where I want to talk to you guys, which is that I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling to see to, to, to see myself, what, eight weeks from now, whenever Mania is, mm-hmm. feeling like, Cody should beat Roman. Is that, how, where are you guys at? Well, here's the thing. I Roman think, Reigns has yeah. something working for him that people don't just get. Okay. He's bigger than everyone. He's better looking than everyone. He's, he's put in so many years. Like he's the guy for so many reasons. Right. And when he wasn't doing the, the right work, but he had all these factors, it was annoying. It's like, oh, he's yeah. in the, he's this, you know, a third generation and, and he's good looking and he's Jack. So Vince, you know, when he's getting pushed and he sucks, it's annoying when he's getting pushed. Cause he's killing it. And you have all these factors. It's undeniable. That's why, that's why people like this get pushed because when it works, it just, you can't even imagine them not being the champion. Yeah. Right. So Cody, do I think Cody's gonna be Roman Reigns? I do not, but I also never count out Cody Rhodes. And you guys are talking about how much better the Sammy Roman segment was than Cody. I think the pop was bigger for Sammy Roman, but again, Sammy's been working this 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 like angle has been going on for for almost a year of Sammy like you know will they or won't they like where's the alliances? So of course the crowd's white hot. I think Cody's promo was better 
I think Cody's promo gave me fucking chills. I love I thought, Cody's promo. I would argue against that. I think Cody's promo was better on paper, but it was Look, like man, it I felt like it. he sat there memorizing a thing and executed it perfectly. It yeah. didn't feel like the audience was fully there with it. The audience was there because I was watching and I got chills. So they were there. Okay. <laughs> but you're a huge Cody apologist. And not an apologist. I I'm a Cody, Cody supremacist. I listen, I'm a Cody supremacist. <laughs> and I'm a Cody. And by the way, I'm a Cody futurist. I'm saying this. Go back through every episode of this podcast where I said Cody's good at XYZ or is going to do XYZ and someone tells me no. And then he does it and he fucking kills it. Cody has not well, delivered on his promise in WWE yet. But I, he has in the past, and he will again. Wait, I think we're in this. Uh, Atula, I'm going to throw to you right now. I just want to say this yeah. one thing. I obviously think the Cody segment was very good. It was very well written. The writing in WWE right now across the board is just significantly better since Triple H took over, you know? Sure. And that's just a fact, you know? But I'm saying Co- – all right, go ahead. Cody, no, no, Cody no, segment not- – His story is really good. I dig it. I just was saying – where I, I'm just saying, simply put, he won that rumble. It felt a little anticlimactic. They announced him beforehand. They have a, a an opponent of Roman's that has a long story built in. Sure. And Roman is on such a fucking roll right now. Eight. He's the longest reigning champion in WWE history. Is it 800 day run right, going right now? You know, we Before need to get that. The, the longest sheet. running WWE champion, I believe, was. Punk at like 400 or something, right? No, the, the, we need to get the facts on this because we got to figure out what reigns. Because this is what this is what's more than anything, the back office is going to determine the the booking. Right, not look, you look that up. I want to. I can't. It's too hard. Off. There's too many fucking things. There's too many like Brutus and Martinez got 2,800 days of reigning. I'm talking Hogan, about. I don't go. We don't need to do that because like that's like WWE like, only. I mean, who gives a shit yeah, about, I'm about WWE? WWE. I'm talking modern day WWE. The past like what. 25 that's not important that's not important what's important is is like the the history they need a guy who's gonna they need to erase hulk hogan's reign they need hulk hogan is at 1400 days of wwf champion they need to erase it they need someone who's gonna be surpass that oh so hogan has 1400 but that's what i need to figure out because i'm like does that i does that whatever okay so the long wb the whatever all right let's start it too low the stats are just well i think i think for the first time ever, we're in a unique spot where the Royal Rumble winner doesn't have to extend the storyline to face the champion from the time they win at the Rumble till Mania. And I think by that time, we're always, always like, uh, like how you, you know, this person doesn't even have to wrestle. They have a thing at the at Mania now. So, like, what I'm saying is that right now, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn have this going and it's leading up to elimination chamber in montreal so i think right now cody can spend his time putting on his matches with finn balor and the other great superstars in wwe and building up his thing and cutting his promos but he really doesn't have to go to work until after elimination chamber because it all depends it we don't know actually because it really depends on what happens at elimination chamber well i I, I, here's a couple of issues here too like you're bringing up awesome shit because so we elimination chamber is set up it's gonna be zane versus reigns at elimination chamber in montreal so that's gonna be fucking insane you know what i mean that's gonna be nuts now it's gonna be not seeing ko we've not seen ko right no so we don't know what's going on with Owens, and the thing is, they clearly their plan is to keep Cody Rhodes and Roman apart so that you feel it's exciting when those two 
look at each other finally, right? Yeah. So that's part of the plan. It's like these guys are ones on Raw, ones on SmackDown. They're, you know, Roman played it nicely by being like, yo, I could talk about a guy who's like worthy of my time, Cody Rhodes. He actually won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which is, by the way, I just want to say another thing going on in fucking WWE that they never could nail for the past like 10 years, which is like giving things real significance. Like yep. Roman acknowledging that winning the Royal Rumble is a big deal, even mm-hmm. though he's the heel is cool, you know? Um, Roman, like, really, the thing that Roman does that makes the bloodline thing work the most is he gives the title stakes, which it never has. Mm-hmm. Because he says, like, this title feeds our family, you know? he like He'll be like, yo, we need to all be intact here to hold this title because essentially that's where, you know, this is all subtext, but it's like having this means we sell more merchandise. I, we get main event purses. You know yeah. what I mean? We get more st- airtime. Like, you know, it's all about like, and this, and like in your mind, this all goes back to their village in Samoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we all well, know this they live in Florida. This is sounding really, vaguely but... racist. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there. Oh, nothing I said. I'm saying that th- that's like what they're Look, going- as a, as a As a Pacific Islander, um, as a man who lives in the Pacific Islands, I don't really appreciate language and verbiage like it's going back to a village somewhere all this all this like iconography of the savage or or wild Samoans I, I want to just pause you right there and I have something very important to talk about literally his dad was in a tag team called the wild Samoans exactly like, okay and, <laughs> and that was thousands of years ago when wrestling was even more racist okay so <laughs> okay what I'm saying, saying is someone's from a village is not racist okay well, if they're from a village then it's not if they're not from a, if they're from Florida maybe it is oh, well, look, it interrupt me because I would say they say a village but it's really Pensacola Florida All right. it's a PGA village <laughs> that's true it takes a village to raise a child and you're acting like a little kid right now um so what I need to tell you is that you felt the need to shoehorn in hostility <laughs> <laughs> we're not even disagreeing Listen, you guys aren't being very juicy right now right look you guys are talking about how yeah, that'd be juicy, bro. Cody, the, the we're worried. We're 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 expressing some 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 worry. Is the hotter storyline Sammy Roman right now, right? And how they're going to sustain this sort of thing, right? Because it feels like Roman. That whole angle feels real for the first time forever. Look, the Sammy Roman stuff is great, but saying that like, oh, the Cody thing didn't really have the same impact as the Sammy Roman thing. It's like, well, that Sammy Roman's going for. That's like saying, yo, the season finale of Game of Thrones. Like, more people gave a shit about it than the season premiere of Last of Us. It's like, yeah, well, of course, because that's a fucking thing that's been going on for fucking 10 seasons. This is a brand new thing that's going to be cool. We don't yeah. know how it's going to go. And I, th- as far, I think, yeah. I think as, it's cool because we're, we're in. As far as, but as far yeah. as, like, what happens for the next, like, we have two months of angles. That's... Cody could team up with, with Sammy, and Cody could be the one who vindicates Sammy and helps him get revenge on the bloodline. Cody and KO and Sammy could be a thing. We don't know what's going on with Sammy and KO. Maybe KO will come back and betray Sammy and there's help a, Romans. All right, like, I'll take you something. There, there's so many checks. things going on. There's not there's not as much time as you think. Okay, we have like seven look, or eight raws left. Okay. And also, I'll say this is that I'm saying I I I do see a path to it being over. I'm not saying that I'm not. What I'm saying is that this crowd is so into Sammy, but I am saying that the storyline of Cody being like, "Yo." My family has not gotten yeah. the respect it deserves sure. in WWF and having to take down another family, which is already said, you know, and if you bring in Dustin, you know what I mean? You bring Br- Bro- uh, Brandy in, like, you know, it, it, to get them on screen, have their liberty there and stuff like that. You're like, this is our family. 
taking what's rightfully ours from people who've been handed it or whatever. Like, that's going to be fucking awesome. What I'm just saying is that the Sammy KO stuff is going to be pretty hot, too. It's well, we don't fun. know what – that's the thing. They have, it's a good problem to have. You're acting yeah. like it's a bad thing. We have yeah, lots it's of, unpredictable. We've got a lot of clay to play with. We have Sammy and KO. Because they, they might make it a triple threat. That's all I'm saying. Like, they might, but they then what do, they do with, what do they do with KO? Who knows? What do they do with – the Uso, I mean, no one's even heard from Jay Uso. Have you heard from Jay Uso? Stan, nah, none, I've been calling him all week. By the way, I, <laughs> I was concerned because I haven't either. He I haven't even heard from Jay Uso. Yeah. Solo has heard from him, fine, whatever. Jimmy hasn't heard from him, but the thing is this. I usually hear from him after every fucking episode of Raw and SmackDown. I've got my yeah. ear to the streets. I'm from the, I'm an island boy, okay? Yeah. You think he gives sure. a shit about you white boys? Absolutely yeah. not. So I usually hear from Jay what's going on, and I have it from Jay. We don't know if he's going to be pro-Roman, right. pro-Sammy, pro-Cody. There's so much going on. Anything could happen. I know we only have two months here, but I think there's that's not a bad thing. I don't think it works against Cody that no, Sammy is going so well. I think this could be, who the fuck knows? Like, it could be Cody and KO. I mean, it could be Sammy and KO against the Usos for the fucking tag titles mm-hmm. the same night right leading into Cody versus Roman, and all three, all six of them are involved in some imbroglios. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I'll be texting my friend Jay Uso after this podcast to find out more. Cool, thank you. Yeah, no, you should do that. I mean, we it would be nice. It would be nice to. Uh, oh wait, no, I, I'm not even kidding. He just texted me right now. What is he? He literally just texted me. He just texted me. A, a, it was actually just an emoji of an eggplant with like the cum. It was like a cum eggplant thing. <laughs> oh, so I think he, I, I think he wasn't on SmackDown because he was in a a fuck. Fuck sesh. I think it was, that's uh, our, yeah, our little inside yeah. joke for fuck Classic sesh. Jay. Uh, all right. Well, that's big breaking news here. You heard it here second, folks. I mean, yeah. The I feel like I'm coming down negative on Cody. I'm obviously mm. a huge Cody mark. Um, I just was saying that uh, it's – I think you're right, Tulo. You know, I think my my just wrestling brain is just going to the Kofi Mania thing with Sammy. Like, I don't see the Sammy shit dying down anytime soon. You know, so that's a good problem to have. But, okay. but why why can't the Sammy thing be in service of the Cody storyline? Like it can. My thing is just that Cody, like Cody, since he came out thirty at the Rumble, I've been worried for him because of like what we've seen happen to him at AEW right. when right. he becomes the heel. You know right. what I mean? Like, but he, he has some kind of he has he has an undeniable proclivity towards. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, – I don't want to say it that way because you're going to disagree. Uh, I don't care if you disagree, but I even disagree with it. Sounds like you care. He, he People have said to me this line before. People have said to me this. They've said, the problem with Cody is that he's actually a heel. People have said that to me before. And right. I'm not saying I totally agree agree with him, you know, but he does – he does – there is a – there is, like, something with him – where he does feel a little like privileged or something. Yeah, for sure, right? for sure, for sure. Here, here he's here. like the hot version of his dad. Also, right, right, right. He's the other great. weird thing. You he's know, got a great. He's doing he's got, like, more than babe. he acts. He plays this underdog thing, and he like actually, and he's like, "Yo, I showed up at nineteen to the performance center." It's like, yeah, well, you were handed that because of your right, dad. Is, right, you know? right, like, right, you right. Know? But if you look, you're hundred percent right. There's something about Cody that feels both entitled and at the same time underdoggy, like. Because the thing is, but even Dusty was always dogged by WWE, right? Like, right. even though he's his legend, like, so, and he's, and he just won the Rumble, something his dad never did, right? He's going to main event WrestleMania, something his dad never did. Like, there all this, there's all this great stuff with Cody, but at the same time, it's also still like, well, it's a little bit nepotism-y, fine. Um, 
But he also worked as that. I mean, there, I know what you're talking about. There's something yeah. to it. Cody's a fucking nepo baby, and he ha- and he has the <laughs> he has the sheen of like a he's just like a handsome like. Of course, they're going to put stuff behind this guy. Like he's an obvious choice, and yet somehow it doesn't seem right. Like there's something off. Like he doesn't deserve it all the way, but right. he does deserve it. Like it's hard to figure him out. I mean, like, I, I'll tell you I this. feel like with him, I go like I go kind of like up and down a little. You know, like I, I right. go, it, you but, know. But I think I think that's interesting. I mean, the thing is this. What I love about Cody is what I thanks for I, saying you see the things this, but you see the things this. That. There's, 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 this. there's something I love about Shane McMahon is that he didn't need to do any of this. Yeah. And he did it anyway. And yeah, he's yeah. already millionaire. All he has to do is show up to work. And he's taking 40-foot dives and getting concussions going through the glass. Yeah. Cody's the same way. Cody was the EVP of AW. He's lighting himself on fire and taking yeah, yeah. bumps. Like, Cody's but then doing... he tells you that he did it. Then he tells you about it. But, and, yeah. and, but when he gives these promos, the thing is this. You see the thing is He means every <laughs> fucking word he's saying. Like, yeah. it is emotional for him. He is really feeling it in real time. And, and a lot of these other guys... They're acting, and I don't think Cody's acting. Might be right. a little polished, but he fucking mean. He here's the thing about Cody. He believes his gimmick, and yeah. that's really important. He believes every fucking word he says. And sometimes that can be bad, yeah. like when you're Hulk Hogan, where you're like, or when you're Ric Flair, where you're like, I, they can't let it go. But he believes his gimmick, well, and Mark- he is a little bit unlikable because he's good looking, rich, talented, successful. Every risk he took paid off. Like there's something hateable and punchable on his face. But I will tell you this. He doesn't have a lisp. He puts that on to make himself more uh, humanize himself and make him feel more like an underdog. He has perfect diction. Are lisps hereditary? <laughs> well, he inherited from his dad for well, all right. There's two schools of thought. One is that he's totally faking like Kaiser Soze because he wants people to like him more and feel like he's more of an underdog because he's not. So he fakes a lisp. The second thing is, well, his dad taught him how to speak English, right? I mean, his mom was Cuban, his dad's fucking suffering succotash, suffering succotash all over the eastern seaboard. So that's how he learned how to speak. He inherited it from his dad. He's got his dad's eyes and his dad's tongue, you know? Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, the thing about Cody is there's just some times where he gets these promos where I'm fully behind him. And then sometimes I'm like, he's a, sometimes I'm like, this guy's been wronged. And sometimes he's a whiny baby. You know, it's like, it's tricky. And it's like, and it all comes down to really his dad thing. Like, like, here's an example of something Cody does that gets me is like, like in a positive way where he gets the baby face heat is when he talks about it, like stuff where he's like, yo, my, my, my biggest fear was like my dad dying before I won the title. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. And then you're like, oh man, that sucks. Like he really. You know, that he's going to do all this amazing stuff, and we all know his dad's not there, you know? Sure. Like that stuff's that stuff's fucking it's real. great, you know? It's real. Uh, so, like that. But then when he starts going, I light myself on fire for you, I yeah. start being like, all right, bro, it's a little desperate. You know what I mean? Well, but anyway. some people don't do it. No. And that's the thing, Cody. It's it's The other thing about Cody I think it's really weird is this WWE version of Cody, and I don't know it's because he, like, got injured and then came back or like whatever or like like i bear, i'm like the AEW thing felt like a fever dream no Jeez, sort, of. Wild. sort of but if you think about AEW, I, I mean this with my fullest sincerity i'm not trying to say anything that, i don't think this is a hot take yeah that place wouldn't fucking exist without cody Rhodes. period like True. the young True. bucks can't fucking True. talk Kenny Omega is a fucking cartoon character. And and uh, that was my, I wanted, I, I had something boiling inside. And let's it's, go to Tulo. Tulo, boil let's up. Go, let's go to Tulo. Yeah, with the, with the, you know, the weather. Tulo, with the weather. I don't, I don't ever like doing this, but it's, it's kind of crazy how it works now where it's like, 
as Roman is getting so goddamn popular and like so good at what he's doing, it makes me mad to fucking watch Kenny Omega coming out to carry on my wayward son. Bro, I gotta and say throwing V triggers to fucking Matt Hardy and the gang and and like and 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 going over to fucking to the Tokyo Dome and winning the title and like who cares, right? He's so he's if Roman Reigns had to face somebody from in all of wrestling right now outside of WWE, Kenny Omega wouldn't even crack the top five for me right now. I wouldn't want to waste Roman Reigns on him. Well, I would go this. Moxley. I, think that I would Roman go MJF. I would go would Akata. Be- I would go Will Ospreay before I went Kenny Omega. That's funny. To the I point was, where yeah, uh, a bush. That's insane. Well, I, but I'm just saying, like, that's where I'm at yeah, right now. Yeah, and it yeah, bothers yeah, yeah. me because right now this should be Kenny on top of the fucking world answering to Roman Reigns. Like, um, I know it doesn't have to compare like that, but like, I feel like Kenny Omega is being wasted right now in the prime of his career. And it's like, the he's doing, Kenny he's doing the fucking Kenny cool in the game not, shit. To, to like, tell me if you agree with, if I'm summing your point up here, Kenny is not <sighs> the total package. That's like how I put it. It's like, Kenny is amazing in the ways that he's amazing. And he has amazing moments and he has amazing, like, and I segments, think, amazing moves, amazing and, matches, and this and that. The, but it's not have an amazing package. Like it does not have an amazing character. The problem is, is that that's what Kenny Omega wants to be, and that's completely fine if that's right, what he wants right, to be. Right, but we right. all know what he can be, and he just doesn't want to go there. Right. He did Kenny it all. Omega's to- a huge, huge letdown for me. I, okay. I, I, okay. And to okay. me, uh, and okay. to and to me, it's, it's it's. I just can't help but think of like when. He, he was done in Japan, and I was just thinking the whole entire time. No, they better the be way, over there. WWE better be over there with a, mark, a blank. I know I'm going to eat those words. I'm saying that. Yeah. But I do think that Kenny, he, Kenny squanders so much great shit he could do in the, in his career. And, and just, you know, it and, is what and, it is. And that's, you know, like I said, I'm not getting, I'm just like, I'm just like looking at it and I'm looking over there right now and I'm like, man, this bloodline stuff is so so fucking good to the point that it's like it nothing even happening over there even scratches the surface but too long i would say is that the the jabroniacs their argument would be at you because whenever you talk like this i read their comments yeah and they and they hit that your the criticism of you is like you uh, you're like all right now you're all in on this company you're out on the other one (laughs) you know what i'm saying like hot and cold yeah, and I like, mean, I watched Dynamite and Rampage to, this week. And, yeah, we don't need to. Like, and I'm saying, like, it's fine. You don't need to pit them up, up, up against each other. But where I do agree with you, where it's like, yes, the carry on my wayward son feels like you're in a lip sync competition or something. Like, yeah. you're not in this. You like AEW. It's fun. He's not at yeah. all capturing the concept of universe, which is when wrestling shines. Whereas, like, like that's the same thing as like I'm, I was watching. Uh, like this week, Mox coming out to Wild Thing. Just for whatever reason, this week I was just like, "This is stupid." <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I, look. I think yeah. Mox enjoyed some moments of greatness, but I, I will go to my grave thinking the guy's absolute trash. Like he's he just doesn't have almost anything. But he was able to turn that into a fucking moment and something. He's done good stuff. But here's I have a couple big points, guys. Yeah. Do you have a sound effect for one of big big points? These are my biggest points yet. Okay, well, I'm looking for a, a, like a boner boing. Yeah, I need a boing, boner boing. Okay, I've got boing, the hardest boing, cock boing, in the boing, West. Look, I uh, mean, how do, what do I Google boner boing? Yeah, just Google boner. <laughs> That's gonna help. No, I have huge points. 
Yeah. You guys are making very important points. I just put it to YouTube. Boner, Boing, Bong. SFX. Okay? okay, hit me. That's the big points. I got big points. Okay, this, this is the first thing to pop up. Boner sound effect. <laughs> all right we we all knew that's what it was going to be we all knew that's what it was going to be i don't think that's really appropriate for these big huge points i got to drop on you guys but here are my big points i like that we all know we all we know what a boner collectively sound. Well, know what a boner sound effect is we've all had they don't even have it doesn't make sound all right i want to just i'm going to rewind the clocks a little bit just just okay, to okay. sum up something You're from up. the past the thing about the Cody thing, here's one thing that you guys don't like about Cody. I think a lot of people don't like about Cody. They might not be able to put their finger on it. But again, because I run the Jason Shapiro Memorial Institute for the Advancements of Wrestling Sciences, I analyze things like this so you don't have to. You're dead? In this, Well, they thought that in order for me to get to do to make the time for this, I had to fake my own death. So I, my parents wouldn't be looking for me. My you know work would be on hold. I needed to fake my own death to open the institute, so we call it the Jason Tribune Memorial Institute. Do you think after you institute. die, your your job will be put on hold? Yeah, they, still... I was a sabbatical. It was a okay. death sabbatical. Okay. Basically, for me to get the funding, I need to collect the insurance money so I can open the wrestling science lab in the Amazon. So it's called the Jason Tribune Memorial Institute for the Advancement of Wrestling Sciences. Obviously, because it's wrestling, everyone understood when I wasn't really dead. The point is, I analyzed some of the Cody numbers. Mm-hmm. The thing about Cody is, he has great promos. He gives you chills. He has moments that you think he deserves. He has moments you think he doesn't deserve. He'll, but the thing about Cody that may be rubbing, might be rubbing the wrong way is he makes a meal out of every fucking thing the way I do. <laughs> Everything that happens with this guy, that's a five and a half minute speech, right? <laughs> and I know because I'm the same way. And that's probably what I, what I like about him because, yeah. look, you rewind this podcast. I'll put my fucking best of real against anybody else, including Dan, you yourself. I think I'm the fucking best, okay? So every time I talk, I need to make this 10 minutes long for your sake. And that's what Cody does. Cody's like, look, I need to help this company out. Let me cut a seven and a half minute promo about my lunch today. All right, that's what Cody does. He makes a meal out of everything. It's a big point. That was a pretty big point, though, don't you think? I think it was a good point. That is true. He makes... Yeah, he's he's making he's making a meal out of a snack. Everything, and yeah. and by the way, some of these meals are fucking delicious. But he's making <laughs> Even a meal. Now out of- you're making a meal out of the meal point, right? Well, it's meta. <laughs> it's wrestling, so I'm yeah. making a meal out of the meal point because that's what I do. Yeah. Obviously, now here's the other big point. Big point number two. It's, it's a Kenny Omega point. If we rewound this podcast, there have been moments, not even within more than a year from now, where both of you would have said Kenny Omega was the best thing going in wrestling. I hear a lot about Kenny being a disappointment, Kenny not living up to his potential, but Kenny Omega, when he was in Belt Hunter Kenny with Don Callis cutting his fucking promos, that was the best thing in wrestling at the time. Better than Roman, better than... It was a fucking amazing, and it wasn't ancient history. Yeah, okay? but that, that stuff didn't touch any of this bloodline stuff. Like, in I'm, terms look, of I'm, quality, I'm not saying like, one thing was pretty good, cool, and then you saw, right. like, you know... I got you, but that's not my point. That's not my Kenny point. That's my Kenny appetizer. Again, this is a meal, okay? I'm making a meal here. First, I'm serving a little appetizer. I'm just saying Kenny gets a lot of hate, but when I watch Kenny Omega in that ring, between those ropes... Coming into that ring, no one moves like this guy. No one wrestles like that guy. You were just saying, you were just punk, right? Yes. (laughs) Nothing this guy, like this guy is special. He is more special than Roman. He is that left. He is so good at at being a wrestler inside that ring. 
The, his theatricality, his movement, his control of his body, his moveset. That guy's A number one for me. Kenny Omega is fucking amazing. It does look like he's having a lot of fun and fucking around with his friends instead of making history, right? Yeah. I think that's what's what's what, what's getting in your craw. Roman Reigns mm-hmm. is out there making motherfucking history. Correct. And Kenny Omega could be doing the same thing and even a cooler way because he could be doing it his way on an indie without the support of WWE, like making blazing a trail, something like closer to what Cody was doing, and he has the power to do it, but something about him he just doesn't because he's not. So what's he missing? What's he missing, right? Here's what's missing from Kenny. And by the way, he's having a great time. So maybe nothing's missing, right? He's doing great work. He's having a good time. All good. That's your point. Mm -hmm. Here's what's missing from Kenny. And no one wants to talk about it. And Kenny doesn't even fucking want it. Okay? But what's missing from Kenny and the Young Bucks and their little fucking piss ants who hang out with them with the fucking cold creams and the fucking camera, whatever the fuck they're doing, the clipboard, get out of here with that shit. What's missing is what I'm going to call and what the Institute calls vincitude. Okay, there yes. is no Vince McMahon screaming at him when he comes back through Gorilla. Yeah, he's getting hugged from Tony. There's no Vince McMahon yeah. micromanaging his fucking panties colors. Is that Omega? <laughs> I would kill for that. <laughs> there's not. There's no Vince McMahon squashing this guy's dreams when he's supposed to win the Rumble and telling him, Bro. no, I feel like I want Logan Paul to win this year, right? Vince McMahon, whether you like it or not, has been the number one greatest force in the history of this business and that we'll ever see. And the guy's a fucking monster and probably the, one of the biggest pieces of shit this, of God's green earth. But what he has is the magic touch. And without ever being touched by Vince... Helping you, hurting you, fucking you over, making you a star. And without that instinct in your back office writing-wise, it's always going to feel less than. Because Vince is the mountain. So if you don't have the touch of this mountain, if you're not made from that same stone, you're not going to be able to be what Roman's being. Because right. he has. there's a vincitude to that plot line. There's a vincitude to that. I couldn't agree more. And Kenny, that's what Kenny's missing. We're not happy about it, but what Kenny is missing is maybe what even makes Kenny Kenny, what makes him great is what he's missing is Vince. Well, that's what I said when 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 he was when his contract was done in New Jersey and they decided to do the AEW thing. Yeah. I, I was like, Vince and it, Triple H better be on a fucking jet with a blank fucking check to this You're guy. Absolutely right. And You're and right. and guess they, what? They did whatever they he didn't and he and and they went and Vince created AEW down there, and, right? Vince went uh, to go see him. I I don't know, but no, no, regardless, no, Cody said he said you know. You're talking about Cody, right? No, no I was talking Kenny. about for Kenny. Because uh... Uh, after that match in Tokyo Dome, it was like insane. I will say this. I have watched a shit ton of wrestling in the last week. I was at I believe from, you. from the Alamo Dome all the way through this weekend. I even watched Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day was live in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was sick. Let me tell you that. NXT definitely felt back. And that is a really good vibe because what for me, what that means is that if the old NXT comes back in a way where they're able to attract bigger talents like and and I wouldn't even say this, but Jay White would go directly to WWE. But like when those vibes were going on, when they were bringing got big guys into NXT, having them do the little stint, if it goes back in tour on tour again, which it's going to, they just announced stand and deliver WrestleMania weekend. So, you know, that will be sick. I think WWE is right back in its money zone again. And you can look across. I was looking at NXT, the talent down there, too like really really fucking good like insane and i think and then you look at the main roster talent and across both brands going into wrestlemania again this is sick and yeah. I, and then i also watch AEW, and i had a good time watching dynamite i think rampage has just become like that 
that tape smackdown that used to happen on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or back down on Fridays or back on Thursdays, it's becoming like almost like whatever, you know, because it's recorded and you don't even have to really yeah. nothing meaningful ever happens over there. But um, Tulo, just for time, I'm going to talk about one more topic because then yeah. I got I got to run. Uh, but we're going to record a bonus episode. We'll figure out when we're going to do that. We'll put that yeah. out we'll, in the discord. We'll tell you when that's coming up. But uh, coming at you. Hmm. But um. Rhea Ripley uh, announces that she is going after Charlotte. So we have mm-hmm. that officially set up. Rhea Ripley versus Love Charlotte. Pretty, uh, I liked her promo. I liked Rhea's promo. I thought it was pretty solid. I th- again, the writing was Man. good. Um, which was, the writing's good, and these wrestlers are nailing the main points. It yep. makes me think they're going back to bullet points, you know, mm-hmm. because they're not, they're not, like, fucking up as much. You know what I yeah. mean? And um, and Rhea Ripley's whole point is just being like, yo, I was like, you know, I think she was saying she was 24 when she wrestled Charlotte and she put over Charlotte just being like Charlotte's the absolute fucking best in this business. You know, it's kind of crazy. We didn't see anything with Bray this week, right? No, Not, except wild. for my gym. They played his theme song at my yeah, gym, yeah. which we very <laughs> right, much right. Well, Except we did, did devote 10 minutes of the podcast to him earlier. It yeah. was hilarious to see like all like the, <laughs> all the mm. like you know non-wrestling marks Man. in my gym just like warming up to uh big big announcement also carmella's back as mm-hmm. mella is money the princess of staten island yeah now that's you know i mean you i wish you guys were around when she popped up on my screen because i fucking screamed <laughs> yeah. well, now she's married to her graves but yeah. Uh, do you think that Charlotte Rhea Ripley will get to a play? By the way, that's two heels going up against each other, right? Uh, no, Charlotte's been faced right now. Is she? Yep. She's working face and it's working. Okay. And she also, she also did the opener like promo for Vengeance Day because it was in Charlotte. And uh, it was really cool. I thought that was awesome, too. And so she pretends to be from there. So, yeah. And the I other thing she is from Charlotte. Is she? And if we get if, if her name get, is not Charlotte Flair, her name is like Leslie or it's something. Ashley. Yeah. And she's and she's from Charlotte. That's yeah. I, yeah. 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 Um, and then Oscar Bianca is the other rumored match for Mania. And the way we got Oscar right now is sick, too. Oscar so. Bianca is a great. Mania they're talking. Match. They're talking a great Mania match. And this with this version of Oscar, I think it's perfect for Bianca. I, I think I think uh, uh, unleashing what Oscar is now back to that old version. Where she was just—I mean, she was really. No it's, one's it's ready for the Oscars. No, I no think, one's ready for the Oscars. I think that I hope Bianca Belair wins that match and beats Oscar so bad that she actually shoot dies and is never Come on. wrestling Get ever again. Here. You're the fucking worst. She By is the way, the fucking, the fucking Every time I screen, movie. I want to. You're wanna, so stupid. I want to get into chess so, or something. That might be your worst take. Wrestling. That might be your worst take you've ever had in your life. Um, uh, and Oscar, then Cena. No, By the way, by the way, his take. Might be bad, but I do want Bianca to beat Oscar, mm. right? Because I'll be she's undefeated at Mania. I think they should have Bianca go on a undefeated oh, that's cool. Mania run. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, this is going to be Roman Reigns' uh, seventh main event. Did WrestleMania it's more than Hogan? Right? That'll be uh, one more. One more after one more this. Than Hogan. One more, and he'll tie. No, I think uh, Hogan's got eight. Yeah. But the big thing was 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 Roman did four in a row. Hogan did four in a row. Before and my theory on that is that. Which theory? Speaking of theory, it's rumored that he's going to get Cena at Mania, which would be insane. Um, that's but a my great—that's a great match. Like, have theory come in because you have to teach the kid to fucking be good. You know, and you have to, and, and and the yeah. best part about that too is you have like Cena win that match, and then on Monday, the Monday after Mania, drop it to like 
uh, debut, like a Jay White or somebody like that. Yeah. If Jay anyway, White comes to WWE, watch out. Jay White's great. Uh, all right, I really do have to go, but I'm okay. just going to play this, and then we don't have that time to comment on it. But okay. Would you like to see Phil Brooks? Uh, Seth Rollins. WWE? Oh, Philly Phil, stay away. <laughs> stay away, you cancer. Get away from me forever. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like Phil. I don't like Phil. He's a jerk. Oh, did we just, <laughs> figure, that did we just figure that out? No, everybody in the room like is like, oh no, dude, did he say that? Yeah, no, he's a jerk. Come on, we figured it out over there. We knew it over here. I don't want him back. Go do something else. Bye bye. <laughs> Would you like to see? <laughs> Yo, by the way, so the uh, whatever you know, everyone knows that fucking. See a punk is supposedly a huge asshole, but do you see the way that Seth Rollins is dressed in this? Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> rec- he, he looks drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna recreate that look he one looks day. Like dog the bounty on. Yeah, him. it's like, incredible, it's dude. So, yo, wh- I don't know what to feel about Seth. I love like, him, man. He's all in on like you know. Look, the whole chant. It's over. Like with the crowd, it's good. It comes out, but it's like. I was getting to like three or four years of his career being his complete goof zone, and he's the best wrestler. You know what? You know what Seth Rollins is? Yeah, Seth Rollins is the Johnny Depp of WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Think about early Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's in these incredible movies, and he's such an incredible actor. He's Donnie Brasco. He's all these different iterations. He's amazing. And then all of a sudden, he, he just turns into like. Dude, the bop. He's like a David Lee Roth clown. Like, and he is Johnny Depp because you know he's the fucking man. You know he's got the goods. You know he could go. You know he fucking rules. But he chooses to just sort of wear like chunky jewelry and ten scarves. Yeah. And like, it's not even a gimmick at this point. I think that's what the he's real like the Jared, is. He's like the Jared Leto and Johnny Depp. Like, uh, like if those two fucked. <laughs> Yeah, he's, Seth Rollins yeah. is 100% Johnny Depp in it. He's it's an absolute like, legend in the game, but also everyone's like, wait, what the fuck are you, you doing? You know that he has, like, pretty good pull over there at this point where he yeah. could be like, yo, I'd like to stop being, like, no, wearing, no, no one's, like, no one's making him do this. Women's lingerie as my gear. and like, Dude, no, no one is making him do this. He's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yo. And I, they're uh, saying him versus Logan Paul at Mania. Yeah, that's that's clearly confirmed. Which would that's be great. A, that's great booking for Seth. I just hope to God that they don't make him fucking job to Logan, which they probably will. No, I don't like... think they will. I don't think they will. Mm. But who knows? Because Seth's been yeah. eating pins for a while. Right. Seth doesn't I, I need to like... win anything. Seth proved the, the that. One like... thing I'd say is the match I was thinking that I wanted from Seth this year was uh, a Seth KO. Because the, when they had that match, it was in the fucking don't. It was in the performance right. center. Right. You know? Right. I think we're like, pretty far from that happening yeah, right no, now. No, it's though, not going to happen. The, Logan Paul yeah. it's already confirmed because they mentioned Logan Paul. Right, actually, right, right. You know? Right. All right anyway, I got to run, dudes. All great right. week of great week of wrestling. We're, uh, I feel like this is one of the coolest roads to WrestleMania. Am yeah. I wrong? There's Cody I, how, Rhodes, are you, how are you spelling it? Are you Lana Rhodes. What? Are you spelling the, Rhodes? Yeah, oh, my God. Does that shirt exist? The Rhodes? It's, they, they're definitely. I'm, I'm not the first person to say that. I don't know okay. if the shirt exists, but it will. All right. Bonus app coming soon. Thanks, guys, for coming on here. Uh, follow me on Instagram at DanBlackAttack. Uh, what do you guys want to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Shabiro. That's Sierra Hotel Echo Bravo India Romeo Oscar. Follow my uh, institution, the Jason Shabiro Memorial Institute for the Advancement of Wrestling Sciences. We do. We're taking funding. It's a 501. C3, tax deductible, so please contribute. There's a link to that on Dan's Patreon. Uh, Tulo? Yeah, you know. (laughs) At Tiptoe with Tulo. Everybody, (laughs) keep watching wrestling. Kisses, cheers up. Pesos. Smoochies.